Hey everybody, welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Monday, April the 17th, 2023. We thank you so much for joining us and we pray that you have had a blessed weekend. We have. It's been a wonderful conference and we're waiting to hear about some wonderful things that have taken place and Signs, wonders, and miracles, I believe you said the other day. So we're gonna we're gonna believe we're gonna hear some good reports about that. Absolutely gonna hear some good reports. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And it is marvelous Monday. We have uh, been looking into several different things about the gift of faith. And on Friday, you know, we were telling about that story about the Lord said that about the centurion soldier, how he had great faith. And that really kicked in for me talking about um, that scripture out of Matthew 17 and 20 that I really feel like we really need to read today and then maybe give some really amazing examples through the scripture about the gift of faith. Well, we're going to, little backdrop on this. We're picking up in verse 20 is where we're going to go here. But what had taken place before this is that there was a young man Basically, he was throwing himself into the fire and had all kinds of issues going on. <clears throat> and the disciples couldn't deliver the boy. They couldn't bring deliverance to him. And Jesus started speaking in verse 20 to him. And he said, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing and I hope you say nothing with me. Nothing, nothing. shall be impossible <laughs> unto you. Because I'm telling you, nothing if we have faith and believe. And just as a great, smallest of all seeds. Yes. Well, one of the stories I thought about was actually, well, there's several of them, but one of them I thought about in the Old Covenant. You know, let's think about someone like Noah. You know, it took him 120 years <laughs> to build the ark. And he had to have faith for that because the, the scripture tells us that up until this time, it had not rained before. I think that's the definition of what tribulation is. <laughs> that's because what it is. Because according to Romans 5, tribulation works patience. Works patience. He <laughs> definitely had to, to have that. To go 120 years to do that. I said that recently on the trip we went when we did the Mediterranean <laughs> cruise because it took two-hour bus rides forever every t- excursion we would do and the lines when you get to places would be like four miles well <laughs> now, so, that's a little well, bit of exaggeration I, I might be exaggerating <laughs> but i told them when we we're in line i said you know what i said this has got to be tribulation because <laughs> it is making me be patient it made you be patient tribulation works patience okay <laughs> it does but i i did i thought about noah you know and all that he had to go through he had to have had a great gift of faith in what the plan and the purpose from the Lord was. He had to have really just put his his all of his well thoughts into that so he could continue every single day for 120 years building this ark. I can't imagine the people mocking him. Yes. You know, what do you mean it's going to come a flood? It's never even rained. You know? Well, they didn't know what rain was because right. they had not seen it before. And so that's just, to me, that's a tremendous story. And then, you know, think about Abraham. He gets, the Lord tells him to leave his home country and go somewhere that he's never seen before. Never been there. That that would be a, a big sacrifice 
for, you know, for a lot of people to just pick up and go when the Lord said go, and you've never even been there before. Yeah, and you think about that. Here he is. He's not He's not a man of God. He's seeking God. He's seeking God, you know, But yes. he's praying to the moon God probably when the Lord approaches him. And, and here he is in the land of Chaldees, mm-hmm. you know, and all this. And God ends up telling him to pack up and go. I, I get tickled when I read stuff like that because I'm one of six children in our t- little town of Hornwall where I grew up. And my Aunt Bobby, my mom's sister, is the only one in the family that moved off uh, from from Hornwald, and she ended up living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, and then we moved. Yeah, and, and we went up and visited her when she was in a nursing home up there, and we went and visited her, and it tickled the fire out of me because she leaned over to me and she said, you know what, honey? She said, you're, you're just like I am. You're the only one in your family who had the guts to get up and leave Hornwald <laughs> <laughs> leave the nest. That's leave how the she nest. said it. Leave the, and that's a great town. It well, was just the word of the Lord for us to well, move here. You well, know? that's what I, I told her. I said, well, Aunt Bobby, I said, it wasn't about a thing about guts. I said, it's just what the Lord told us to yes. do because we came here to start the church. And it, you know, it, and it did take church. us a lot of faith to come here and do that. And so... I, I don't know. That's that's one of our personal stories. It it we really had to focus in on the plan and the purpose of God because we we faced some criticism. We faced a little bit of you know controversy about us coming, but we knew that this is what God said for us to do. Yeah, and the Lord always works everything out because everything always works out for me. Oh well, know? there okay. And, and you know the Lord enabled us. We had we had uh, a new house. So the Lord helped us sell our house. All those things came into being. Not saying there wasn't sacrifice, mm-hmm. because was. we drove back and forth for two years. And I'm going to tell you, at the end of that two years, grace had run grace out. Grace had run out Because <laughs> it time. would wear you out. Because at that time in Hornwall, I was still the worship leader there. So we were doing a 3 o'clock service on Sunday. Or we'll be coming here and doing a, a morning service. Right. We'd do a morning service here in Lexington and then grab something to eat. And eat it on the way back to Wall, and then we would do a three o'clock service there and leave worship there for that to happen. We had a Wednesday night service in Wall, and then we'd drive back over here for a Thursday night service. <laughs> it was a lot. It was exciting at first, but like Ooh, anything else, you know, yes, anything that really God tells you to do takes sacrifice. It does, and you got to be willing to do it. And I think He saw our willingness, and He surrounded us with such a great group of people over here. And every you know every year we would increase and and we had such a good core group. But it did know? stretch our faith, absolutely. And believing you know that this is what the Lord told us to do, and you know that's just you know Abraham's story in in doing that. And then you go on and look at Abraham, and then after he gets a family, he's got a son, and then the Lord says, "Sacrifice your son." Yeah. The wow. One, the one, Can you imagine that? Well, it's not just the son, but this is the son of promise that he's waited yes. 25 years for this son of promise. After 11 years, he listened to his wife, Sarah, <laughs> and they birthed an Ishmael. Yes. That wasn't of God. He did it through his handmaid, Hagar, and and uh, that just brought adversity to their family. Yes. Eventually, Hagar and Ishmael got put out because he was not the son of promise, and uh uh, and then God ends up telling him, now take thy son, thy only son, and offer him unto me. And uh, That was a test of his faith, but he passed the test. He did. The angel stopped him. Yes. 
Before he could put, press the dagger in, the angel stopped. Well, there's a whole lot of other people that I'll just briefly mention. You know, Sarah, she had to believe God to get pregnant because it was physically impossible. But just like that other, that scripture we read out of Matthew, with God, all things are possible. Gideon in his army of 300, I mean, he started with what, 32,000? That's right. And then, what was it? How many was it there? Went, Those that were fearful had to leave, and there was like 22,000 22, walked 000. away because they were fearful. That brought them so, down to 10,000. So you go from 32,000 to 22, uh, uh, then 10,000, then 300, and it's all because God was going to get the victory. Yeah, Nobody he, was going to be able to take that glory. Yeah, and when they separated them, when they brought those 10,000 down to the water to drink, that's how the 300 came about. Amen. Well, one last person I want to share about this gift of the faith, a gift of faith. You know, Jesus, he operated in the gift of faith when he would when he calmed the raging storm. You know, he slept through it and then got up and spoke to it. He had confidence he was going to the other side. Peace, be still. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. But we will start tomorrow, hopefully, on the gifts of healing and miracles. We hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. And we hope this has built your faith. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again tomorrow.